This is Randall Dobbins with Business Partner Blueprint, the world's number one small business accelerator delivering corporate supply chain education and training to women, minority, and small business owners around the world looking to build legacy businesses that give back. And I'm welcoming you back to another episode of the Blueprint Pros Podcast, where we discuss how to land big corporate clients. And today, I'm so wonderful, I can't stand myself. I want to welcome you back uh, to our 10-part series on the 10 core business processes. And we're going to cover number three, which is quality process improvement and change management. If you got a pen, write that down. Quality process improvement and change management. If you recall, number one was customer strategy and uh, relationships or, or otherwise marketing, otherwise known as marketing. Number two was employee development and satisfaction. And now we're going to get to number three, quality process improvement and change management. So the first thing you might be asking yourself, and I think most of us know I have a good idea what these are, but you know exactly you might be saying, Randall, what do you mean by quality process improvement and change management? And does it apply? How does it apply to my business? Well, first and foremost, quality in the context of corporate supply chain work is the ability of a product to meet a product or service to meet demand or spec above and beyond average okay can it be consistently delivered above and beyond average right and so it's one of those things where if you say an average failure rate for a specific item is um you know five in every 100 and your product fails one in 100 you would have a quality product okay and typically when you start talking about quality you look at um, how well designed it is how well does it perform how long does it last uh, what was the ability for it to exceed uh, to meet or exceed the the recommended need it doesn't really matter whether it's a product or a service uh, you can have a quality presentation which meant it went above and beyond uh, expectation. You can have a quality report. You can have a quality uh, employee. You can have a quality widget, uh, man a manufactured piece of equipment. You can have a quality implementation. So that's kind of your working definition of quality. And as a small business owner, you should strive for quality in everything that you do because that's going to be one of your primary differentiators. So then you might say, all right, I get that. That makes sense. I can see how, you know, I definitely have to make sure I bring my quote unquote a game or I have to always deliver at a high level, which is true. Uh, and then you might go, well, OK, process improvement and process improvement. If you kind of think about it, you know, we've talked about this on a previous previous uh, episode where process improvement is your desire to continually improve, to get better, to find a way to deliver something either that has more capabilities more form more function uh, more functionality so you you're you're doing more with less or you're able to do something uh because of 
process improvements when well, I, I don't let me, let me let me not use the word process improvement because of some new manufacturing technique or some new innovation you're able to do make something or provide a service at a lower cost than you were previously and typically that lower cost is a result of something that you changed some some new something that you implemented which potentially eliminated a step uh, or potentially eliminated um, an, a handoff or it eliminated something that allowed it to to be better to improve upon what you were doing previously and that's kind of the way you kind of think through process improvement is that somehow or another you brought a, a level of innovation that allowed you to either bring in more capability uh, for a for a forgiven item or bring it in at lower cost because you were able to bring in some some additional innovation or whatnot that uh, allowed you to to uh, to. Uh, and actually, yeah, I'll go ahead and say it. That actually allows you to to offer your customer a lower cost. I mean, one of the things we've seen, especially if you have a cell phone, a mobile phone, is that mobile phones are becoming more and more capable, uh, and in some cases, for the same or e or even less cost, what we paid for a phone five years ago, ten years ago, relative to what they do it's it's just amazing and so there was a whole host of innovation and process improvement to do that in some cases some of the phones are more expensive but they call those flagship phones and they do even more but uh, even your plain Jane basic phone uh, some of those you can get next to nothing another good one are those um, those thumb drives those um, storage drives that you plug into your computer if you remember when they first came out they were asking like two and three hundred bucks for uh for the big ones and now you can go into the store and get the really big ones you know one gigabyte two gigabytes um five gigabytes for like 15 or 18 dollars us and that's a huge example of uh, process improvement what happened to be able to offer more for even less money than the way they started out and then, of course, change management. And it's kind of change management is kind of a funny thing. We all go through change management. All right. If you have a streaming service, you're going through change management. You had to learn how to get your television um, capable to support streaming. If your TV isn't capable of streaming, then you had to figure out how to cast the screen of your laptop or your phone to your TV. And so you learned how to change. All right. You you learned what you needed to do to implement that. And so you 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 have learned change management on your shoot. Getting a laptop itself or getting a desktop computer was change management. The re, um, getting a new car is change management. Just figuring out where the radio is and how to operate the knobs and any lock brakes and all those other kinds of things so we as humans deal with change management on a regular basis in this case as a core business process 
the way these three go together and uh, quality probably instinctively makes sense to you. But clearly, you can't just be me too. You have to be a better me too. You have to make sure that there is something that differentiates the way that you offer your product and that your customer gets sustained value from it. So there's your quality piece. The process improvement piece is that if you're trying to keep the business, there are very few businesses out there that can sell the exact same thing the way they originally sold it the day they first opened. There are very few. There's There, there are some. Uh, and even in their case, uh, everything that they wrap around that product, they've had to change with uh, automation and back office systems and complex invoicing requirements and whatnot. You, you know, they, they aren't just uh, writing down on a little sheet of paper. Hey, here's your invoice handwritten and go from there. It's like, no, even that doesn't work that that, that way anymore. So you will be confronted with uh, making sure that you're keeping up with all the changes in your customer's organization and you'll have to have process improvement in order to have those changes um, flow through your your company. And then, of course, change management. Change management is as much about how you go about implementing change in your company as it is when you come up with an innovation how you actually work with the customer to um, affect that change when within their organization how do you talk about it how do you describe the value of it how do you describe the changes that's going to happen in their organization that uh, makes what you're offering them worthwhile and exciting so i think you can now see how quality process improvement and change management is uh, significant to your your company and you can also see that it has an impact on the product and service uh, product and or service that you're offering to a customer so now let's talk about um, what does you having this core business process tell a large company about you it's yet another item that says you're ready to do business with them. Okay. You have a defined uh, quality process improvement and change management process. Uh, if you're smart, this is in your procedures manual. So you have it documented. And one of the big things, especially within your quality process, is your ability to do root cause analysis. You know, you want to have an error-free system if you can possibly have one, but having a completely error-free system is probably, while it's a great goal, it's, it's, it's unrealistic. And so the thing that you have to have in place is a process that allows you to go and figure out where in your procedures something went wrong. I can't tell you how many times that um, that has saved my company and the companies that I work with where someone made a mistake and we were able to go through because we had the procedures written down and we could pinpoint exactly which procedure was was a was an issue and we could decide whether or not we need to, to modify that procedure for the given situation 
or we were able to see if there was additional coaching or training required for the employee in order to um, to uh, make sure that, that that didn't happen again. Now, that was great on our end because that means we didn't spend a lot of unnecessary time trying to re-engineer the whole thing. We were able to precisely figure out what happened, where the breakdown was, what the root cause was. But more importantly, uh, within less than 24 hours, sometimes the same day, we were able to respond back to the customer that we identified the issue and here's the corrective action that we put in place. And that gave the customer confidence that they were working with a competent supplier. That helped keep <clears throat> the contract. In this case, it was a, a million dollar contract. That helped keep that contract. And because that kind of control, that kind of rigor was in place, it allowed, uh, it allowed for us to actually go after a bigger book of business where the, the customer decided they were actually going to transition an entire book of work to us to uh, to manage. So, you know, having quality uh, process improvement and change management process as a core part of your business uh, tells a customer that you're ready to play. It does. Uh, do you have to have it to make money? Once again, no, but you're going to make a lot more money with it. Yes, there will be an investment to do this, but you're going to find, and we talked about this in a prior episode, that one of the best things you can do, especially to, to save you uh, some headaches and give you peace of mind, is have processes, uh, documented processes and procedures in place. And when you hire people, they know what they are supposed to do or what they're accountable for doing. So then when something happens, first you can go to the um, procedures manual and see where, where a breakdown occurred. Secondly, you know who was accountable and responsible for it. Um, and then thirdly, you can now start running the business, uh, what I call management by exception, meaning that you have a good expectation that the procedure manual is being followed. Everything's working fine. So if something does happen, it's something that um, uh, it, if, 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 if people are doing everything right, it's something that you haven't come across yet in the business. And that's exactly what you want your measurement and your metrics to tell you it's it's like if everything's working fine then you know everything's running and you can go off and do higher value things but if you get an alert that something's wrong then it's like well okay what happened and did we follow procedure it's like oh this is something new let's modify the procedure to adjust for it but you're not uh chasing down normal stuff and, and I'll give you a perfect example. Take invoicing. Uh, when I was a buyer, one of the worst things for me was to have people who could not submit a quality invoice. I mean, it's like every single invoice they sent was just wrong. It didn't matter whether it was monthly. It didn't matter if it was uh, daily, weekly, quarterly. Every time we got one, it was wrong. And it's like, how can that be? How can someone keep sending to me wrong invoices? I mean, that's just a core thing in business. How can you get the invoicing wrong? It's like as a, as a business owner, the, 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 if you don't get anything right, be able to generate a correct 
quality invoice that meets the customer's demands. Okay, if you don't get anything else right, get that right. Because if you can't get that right, that speaks volumes about you as a business owner and your business in general. But, you know, think about this for a second. If all of a sudden you start getting invoices kicked back and they've been running for a while, then you might go, well, why are we getting invoices kicked back? And all of a sudden you discover, oh, somehow or another, there was a breakdown in your procedure where your customer had a requirement that you had to put another piece of information on the invoice. And uh, you're now, okay, all right, let's modify the procedure. Let's get that other information in there and let's, let's go from there. But the point being, rather than your invoices sitting there forever, not getting paid, you, you had an alert to tell you that, hey, you, one of your invoices didn't get paid in time. And it's because of an issue that um, the customer's requirements changed and what they needed on the invoice. And you'd be amazed at how often people don't have that. It's like, imagine how much time you would spend if every single invoice you sent in got kicked back because it was just, it, it was never correct. It never had the project number the, uh, or the business unit or the person who requisitioned the service. It didn't have a, 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 a it didn't line up with the PO number on the uh, purchase, the line number, line item number on the purchase order. All these other little things that you have to be core competent in doing to send a, submit a quality invoice. So, yes, you, you can you can do this and you can dedicate someone to invoicing or you can put a good quality process improvement and change management uh, process in place specifically for invoicing as an example. And um, you'll invest a little bit of time up front, but it will save you a whole host of time as you continue to work with a particular customer and a particular client, uh, particular, particular uh, client. So there you have it. That is uh Process number three, quality, process improvement, change management, and it needs to be one of your 10 core business processes uh, in order for you to successfully do business with the big boys. So uh, please go to www.blueprintpros.com and get on our email list to stay up to date on new episodes and other exciting news. Or, hey, once again, leave me a message. I'd love to hear from you. And uh, let me know what you think of uh, this episode and if there are other topics you want me to cover. I'm, of course, I may feature your comments in an upcoming episode. And by all means, please share our podcast with your friends and colleagues and uh, stay tuned for some exciting announcements and things we got coming up. We're going to have a couple of special guests coming through in the next few weeks. So we'll break up this 10 part episode a little bit and, uh, and uh, get, get you some other great information, but uh, that's it for today. This is Randall Dobbins uh, with business partner blueprint and I'll see you on the other side. <laughs>